Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, here's just some information on the upcoming Lorehammer tournament slash game day hangout that we have. Uh, the date is officially set as November 16th. The cost is going to be $30. Uh, you will only get a spot once your payment has been accepted by us. The format is going to be a doubles escalation league. It is a single faction per player list. Point values are 500000 and 1500 Each subsequent list must have the same unit, but not the same upgrades, as the previous. This is a friendly tourney. It's more of just a game day. Don't bring your triptides. Or if you do, shame. Um, We're going to have a couple categories for prizes. We'll start with uh, wins. We'll have best painted, sportsmanship, the best story, and then also just a fun category. In regards to best story, what we are going to ask is if you'd like, you can submit the lore or story of your army. On the when you submit your list, Mark and I will go over it, and then we will share your lore with everyone. Um, the day is going to start at eight thirty a.m. in the morning. It will finish around seven p.m. It could go longer. It depends on games. Lunch is going to be provided between games one and two. Snacks will be provided after game two, just to tide you over so you don't get hangry. And drinks can be purchased at the store. If you are a single participant, you don't have a partner, don't worry about it. We will match you up with someone once you're there. Uh, And then finally, there are only 24 spots available. So sign up as soon as possible. Your spot is only guaranteed after we have confirmed your payment to us. And you need to contact us for payment info. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com and for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page and feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life.
Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey there. I'm Mark. Yep. Mark. <laughs> hey, it's Jordan. Jordan. Hello, Jordan. Hello. Eric. Okay. I'm going to turn you right down, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Uh, and joining us today is Rio. Rio. Hey. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, good to have you, Rio. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. The Lorehammer, the late night Lorehammer show. <laughs> when, uh, when do we get a band? Lorehammer late night. Hmm. Yeah, Does that, that mean I can really go, get crazy with my thoughts? No. Really unleash, because only adults can listen now because it's late. Do you guys want to hear about aliens? Oh, I do. <laughs> no, not really. There are seven types of aliens, okay? The Klexians. Who, who was telling me a little while ago that um, our intros are too long? That was me. Oh, okay. And this is what I meant by they're too long. We ramble for five minutes about nothing. About aliens. Yeah. yeah. This is actually, I've heard podcasts where they they go on for like a half an hour before they even touch the Well, topic. that was what we did last time. Oh, no, no, it was only yeah. 20 minutes, but that was like, whoo. Yeah, that's, that's that's a long time to to go without touching on the topic. Yeah. But I'm just saying, generally. Especially since like our content itself is so <laughs> shitty. So it's yeah. like, right. Well, that's like, what I said. You wait 20 minutes and then you... I feel like generally we're pretty good, though. Oh, like, sure. we don't, like, go too bad. Um, people should just send us emails saying how, how they like the intro to Jordan. If you don't like it, yeah, send it to him as well. Okay. He can <laughs> shuffle through it all. Yeah. All our I'll make sure I put it in my uh, suggestion box. <laughs> yeah. Or just the, the trash. Car, the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Um, before we do dive into the episode, though, there's a couple housekeeping items ah the first just bear one, with us for 45 minutes guys yeah, yeah. and we'll get into the episode if, yeah if you want to skip ahead to the episode just go to mark uh one hour and 22 minutes <laughs> and then uh we'll start the episode for you <laughs> so the first thing we need to do is thank our new patreon uh members and we've got some good ones this week so uh ashton thank you thank you ashton uh demit demicha demicha demica mm. Mm. Is the H silent? Is the H silent? I think the D is. Emika. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Brittany, this but is, it's spelled is... Demika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you to Bradley. Thank you to Julian. Thank you to Onion Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do without them? <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Brad. Thank wow. you to Dr. Hank. And mm. thank you to Jacob. Wow, All our new patrons mm-hmm. that we've received since last time we recorded. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your continued support of a show that is absolutely <laughs> meaningless and offers zero benefit to your life. Thank you for the support of this public radio program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next thing we are going to talk about, though, is uh, Warhammer Combat Cards. Yes, sir. Yeah. The, it's the, the, the app. It's a uh, app. It's a game. It's, yep. You play on it. That's right. You download it. You do the button pressing. It's for iPhones, All Android. Right. Moving on. <laughs> I've downloaded it, played it. Have you? All the way through. Um. <laughs> Jordan, why are you lying to us? Why are you I'm lying to, to the hi- people? I'm trying to hype it up, man. <laughs> um, What's it called? It's called Warhammer Combat Cards. Here, I'll download it right now. You should, yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty fun. But uh, So we went over it. We went over a couple things in a past It's a episodes. free download, too. So. Yeah, it's free to play. Mm-hmm. But microtransactions, yeah. like everything these days. Um, so in it, today we're going to talk about the artwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, because every single card, of which there are hundreds, yeah. has like their own 
unique artwork. Yeah. Pretty and cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Like one of the things about 40K is the art that like yeah. gets people in, you know, like even That's you, Jordan, where it, you yeah. don't play tabletop or nothing like that. You yeah. still, I remember way back in the day, you you commented, yeah, you like the art. Like, yeah, I, I like the modeling. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah yeah it's like the, the crafty section and yeah, that's yeah. like a lot of what is on the warhammer combat cards is they'll take the model of like whatever unit you're you have on the card itself mm-hmm. yeah and they'll put that as like the picture a little background in it yeah yeah no it's very cool i like it like yeah I'm, I'm not much of a gamer but i like the art i like the lore and this game has both those in spades yeah exactly uh so it it's something that you can really enjoy and something that adds just to the flavors that everything is very stylized. Even the yeah. battlefields you play on, like um, like the backgrounds yeah. when you're actually playing, there's like different ones. And depending on like who you're fighting, they'll like be themed to that. Yeah. So yeah. that is very cool. Yeah. It's a nice aspect of it. Uh, and then something else we're going to highlight during this is the campaigns that they have. Yeah, yeah. So like it's a deck building game. So, you know, you could play just by yourself and make you know, some weird deck with orcs and space marines in one deck. Actually, I don't think you can do that. Can't you? Can't you just... I don't think you can put orcs and space marines in the same one. Not... I mean, like, in free play, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's still limits. So, there's still limits oh, okay. in free play. Oh, is there? Yeah. But, like, you could put, um like, any of the Imperium ones together. Ah, okay. Like, you could put a commissar with ah, a space marine. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, campaigns, however, they take it to the next level, and they really make you limit. Like, mm-hmm. so they, they make you actually choose a specific deck. Only yeah. space marines only orcs and then you have to fight your way through you know yeah which is kind of cool because it's mirroring campaigns that actually exist in 40k oh cool so like yeah. uh so like you'll do you... armageddon oh really? oh really okay yeah yeah like, that's cool that's very cool then let me pull up the app right now and see what is the current so this is campaign extra five minutes right here of yeah, waiting yeah. for you to load an app this <laughs> is why right. the intros are so long well no that's cool i didn't know that they uh, did actual phone. like uh the current existing campaigns the current campaign is the Skull of Kerngar. Abaddon's fallen legions strike at an Aldari maiden world, seeking a dark prize. They must not succeed. Cool. So in this campaign, you play only as Aldari. Oh, nice. And you're fighting specifically chaos cool. things. Which is, it's, it's yeah. cool. Like, you oh, yeah. follow, like, That's a story yeah. as you do it. And obviously- So then, like, every time you do a new battle or whatever, they give you a new, like, information blurb like now no 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 you fight like just different chaos people throughout the entire of the campaign okay and you just do it as many times as you can to earn rankings yeah and then depending on where you finish in the rankings like globally compared to everyone else in the world yeah yeah uh you get prizes oh okay so you're actually yeah yeah it's very cool yeah yeah that's i very much enjoy it yeah yeah it sounds like a cool game like um, so you, you like guys, 40k and you like apps like yeah it's what check it out we've gone over it before but it's a quick game yeah just you should download it check it out give it a whirl give it a give it the old college <laughs> try yeah exactly yeah all right uh moving on okay sorry i know one more thing one final thing <laughs> but this is a good one well they're all good or else we would oh shoot oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i forgot yeah, <laughs> i mean that's how that's how this works uh Mark, what's so? What's what's uh? What are we talking about here? We are building a Lorehammer petting zoo, as I mentioned <laughs> in the previous episode. You pet us, we pet you back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lick for a lick is what I always say. I feel uh, like this is a, a me too story just waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, I no, no, too no. want to get in on this. Yeah, I too would like to pet Lorehammer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me too, please. Me too. <laughs> 
Um, no, but we're building an actual podcast studio. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up mm-hmm. taking half my garage and I built a wall in between, cut it in half, and uh, we are, yeah, making like an official little studio for us because um, right now we're in my mom's basement. So it's not ideal. <laughs> yeah, no. It every time I come back here, you mm-hmm. know it. It's I feel a like blow we're to my quite quite the stereo living stereo. Yeah, too. Yeah, fitting in your mom's. Do all hair. of us have facial hair? <laughs> No. That's all right, Rio. Next time, yeah, yeah. I'm doing my best. That's <laughs> oh no! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks this for is, trying. This is actually all I can grow. <laughs> Eyebrows, it's clean shaven. <laughs> Eyebrows don't count as facial hair, Rio. In a traditional sense, yeah, but yeah, so we uh, we're trying to get like a dedicated space. Yeah, and uh, part of the reason why is because we we've like we've mentioned we want to do video, so we're making a nice like visually appealing like you know actually a nice space. Um, so we're just going to go over a little bit because ultimately we want your money mm-hmm. to help support That's us what in this, this whole project. Thing um, you got to spend money to make money. That's yeah. Right. But we're not even making money as a thing. <laughs> like we just don't want to have to pay our own money for this studio. So we, we've been taking a bunch of our Patreon money and some ad money and stuff and putting it into this, but we're, we still need more. Mm-hmm. Um, always need more because we need to buy more stuff. Yeah. Like we want professional lighting in there, a good camera and stuff, but we'll kind of go over kind of just real quick. Yeah. So uh, what are we doing? We're building a studio. Done what have it. we done so far? So yeah. we, we've put the wall up. Yeah. Uh, we've, it's been mudded. Yeah. And yesterday Sing. I just finished painting it. So yeah. kind of the next big step is doing the flooring, doing yeah. some electrical. And then uh, a lot of the electrical has been done. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Floors have been bought. They just we just need to put those down. That but, I'm doing today. Yeah. Can we do uh, progress pictures? Yeah, I've been taking. Yeah, pictures we have the some way. pictures. We'll, uh, we'll put really, it's just pictures of my face and like the disgruntledness of it. Like I started the project all happy, and you can see the the various stages of depression seep in. So that's always nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So that's what we've done so far. Yeah. It's about I don't know, like sixty percent there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard stuff's all done. Now mm-hmm. it's kind of more just like picking out the right soundproofing, picking out the right lighting. Like, yeah, it's not hard, but it's expensive, first of all. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what does having a studio do uh, for you, the listener? Not the people. No, like... I just felt like it was a little played out. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. I was going to do that later. <laughs> I was saving it, Mark. Um, yeah. So the big thing is, like I said, we want to we wanna be able to film it. And part of that is, like, we want a nice area. So, like, you know, we plan on building a nice table with, um, like, a TV in the back so we can pull up images and, you know, have just a nice setup so you guys yeah. can enjoy watching. Because lots of people... It's going to add another dimension in your ability to enjoy yeah. four dudes talking about... Uh, make-believe world (laughs) yeah Yeah. if that's something that sounds enjoyable did did we just waste a bunch of money i think we just wasted a bunch of money huh interesting yeah interesting oh well what are you gonna do but uh yeah like it'll just be nice too to have like a dedicated spot for us where we can just go and not have to disturb my parents Mm -hmm. well it won't disturb anyone it's nice and out of the way and yeah yeah, but it, all this should do, it should just increase the production value of what we can offer yeah. to you guys. It, it, can, it should increase the different ways you can enjoy it. So yeah, um, it'll, it'll only ever give us other options in case we want to branch out and do more things with video and, and do more things with recording yeah. and, and offer more. It should, it should just give you more. Exactly. But the only thing is... Money. If you want more, 
it costs money, so give <laughs> yeah. us more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, the project's gonna cost us like two grand start to finish. Um, we're about allegedly. <gasps> no, that that's now my highball. Is yes. it? And that's including the mudding and stuff. Like, mm. we had to pay for a professional mudder, which was like six hundred and fifty bucks to do. So it's like, yeah. whoo. But on that note, like, yeah, contribute, help us. Mm-hmm. We're making a lot of progress. Like, we're gonna get it done. By the it's next time quick. we record. Yeah, we will be we will be audio recording in there by next week. Yeah. But then we still need a bunch of money for cameras, lightings, and kind of yeah. more different things. But um help us help us. You can contribute. Um you can do one time donations to exactly. us to through PayPal, uh if that's your shtick. O- yeah. Or you could just consider becoming a uh, patron member and have me butcher your name as we say yeah. thank you to you <laughs> for for the low low price of three hundred dollars a month. You can <laughs> you can feed Mark, <laughs> yes, and so he will continue to, <laughs> to make sl- content. Yeah, but uh, no, seriously, guys, like if, even if you can just give us like one buck, you know, yeah, we have like ten thousand listeners, so it's if, like if, if everyone, everyone gives a buck, one dollar, just imagine how crazy of a studio we could build, <laughs> you know, and then imagine how much more crazy content we would do i'm i'm yeah. quitting school if yeah that's, if that's yeah. happening yeah like we'll yeah, just make just, videos for you guys just really all consider day. like a one-time donation you know sure if somebody gave 50 bucks that goes a long way towards like that 2000 bucks you know it doesn't mm-hmm. take long before you know that adds up um, if everyone contributes yeah. and joins the commune exactly so please <laughs> please help i just want to give one shout out um to matt he was on our last episode actually actually he he flew to canada from the uk just to hang out well to make love allegedly it was for his <laughs> vacation oh no 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 he i don't know how his wife tagged along on that but somehow she did it was supposed to be just him yeah it's supposed to be me and matt forever and ever <laughs> into the night but uh, you go to the airport and you're like who's this bitch <laughs> yeah i was like <laughs> hmm. but uh so he had a little bit of vacation money left over and he ended up giving us a huge chunk of money like he gave us 300 pounds which was 500 canadian wow so wow. it's just like very generous very generous so it's amazing woody i'm sorry you're not the highest contributor oh, now no. of, i know i had to break the news woody, to him no. but uh he vows revenge <laughs> and i don't know what that means whether it's more money for us or murdering i don't know but um that's the new bar thanks again matt um <laughs> that's the new bar <laughs> <laughs> If you don't pass it, you failed. Yeah. So so please help us contribute. Yeah. Um, we're doing this for you guys. Like me and Eric and Jordan, we haven't pocketed any money off of Lorehammer yet. Um, we're just trying to put everything back into the podcast. So help us contribute. We'd we'll do better stuff, more stuff, mm-hmm. different stuff. Yeah, it's just to make a better product for people. So we can eventually take your money. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually I can live off of it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. In the studio. Live in where I'll sleep. Oh, are the three of us moving in? Should I put bunk beds? No. The carpet's fine. We'll all just snuggle. <laughs> uh, I think that's all. I think that's uh, I think that was we're ready a long intro. Yeah. That's a fifteen minute intro. What okay. more do you guys want from me? I think that one though was actually good. There wasn't a lot of like derailments. <laughs> it's very fair focused. enough. Yeah. But Let's but there will that. be. Well, there will be. Just you wait. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let's, make sure of it. Let's get into it. Uh, this is our fifty seventh episode. Anyone have any uh, special fifty seven number? No, I don't think we're quite that level of. Ooh, Colin's, Colin's like, going to be really disappointed. I feel like we should have like a special one hundredth episode, but will it be on 
episode number 100 or after we've actually because we've recorded like more than 57 episodes yeah. with all our bonus content yeah it should be on the the main episode 100 yeah, yeah. we okay. finally do a space marine legion just imagine <laughs> that <laughs> we'll pick one <laughs> no my god <laughs> ah. yeah but well we're episode. almost there <laughs> 43 more guys let's go yeah. it's only been two years yeah <laughs> Uh, so today, episode 57 is uh, named the Divisio Militaris, but most people probably don't understand what that actually comes from. Dumb bitches don't speak high gothic. Did you know it was called the Divisio Militaris? I know everything, Eric. Okay, yeah. I always so, have, no, I always he didn't. will. <laughs> so he did not. <laughs> uh, the, the Divisio Militaris is all about the Admech. Yeah, so the Adeptus Mechanicus. Just like the Imperium has all their different uh, branches of their military. You know, they got their Imperial Guard, they got Space Marines, they, they got, got the Navy. Scions, they got the Navy. The Admech, since technically it's its own little empire, mm-hmm. has all of its own stuff. Because it's been around even before the Imperium and had a lot of these things even before the Imperium was a thing. Yeah. So. And it, it has a, a decent sized list. Um, yeah. We're not going through everything today. Yeah, so we. We last time we talked about Mechanicum, we talked about the the Scitari, which are a part of the Divisio Militaris. Yeah. So we're not going to go over them today. No. Um, the other things that we are not specifically doing, explicitly doing this episode, are the Collegia Titanica Ooh. or Titan Legions. Oof. We're so not good. Go- yeah, we're not going to do Nighthouses. Oof. Even better. And we're not going to do the Legio Cybernetica. Oof. Pretty good, but not as good as the Nighthouses. Okay. Mark, mm-hmm. put your pants back. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, the thing all, is, all like, four look, of those have so much information. Yeah, they're good enough for their own episodes, exactly. In their own right? So yeah, we just wanted to cover some of the other aspects of the Mechanicum uh, before you know we do a deep dive. Oh yeah, yeah, because we do those. Well, yeah, <laughs> you got to get climated the deeper we go, so we get we got to stay on certain levels. Yeah, we're like, on this middle acclimated. level now. Climated. <laughs> you, know, yes, you have to change the climate in order to. Isn't that what climate change is all about? I it's all know. about Warhammer. We... It's all about yeah, getting deeper dives into Warhammer. Into Warhammer. That's right. <laughs> Greta doesn't know what she's talking about. No, she just thinks it's all about actual climate, and it's not. It's Warhammer, Greta. Pick up a model. <laughs> Pick up a model. That's <laughs> I feel like that's almost could be a Warhammer name, Greta. I, yeah, I yeah. bet it is. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> some some character. Yeah, <laughs> the, well, I remember when I first got into Warhammer, and um, very fresh, didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- putting like orc arms on a space marine, <laughs> <laughs> having Mark just have an apoplexy in the corner as he's watching me. But he, he just knows that the hooks are sinking in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he he's pretty smart with it. Anyways, <laughs> um, so I let him do what he wants. Soon he'll be doing a podcast with me. <laughs> I remember. Uh, like multitude of times I would go to him and I'd be like, wouldn't it be sweet if this was a thing? And I'd like fully like describe something to him. And he's like, yeah, that's totally a thing in Warhammer. And I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, it totally. And then he, he goes into it and shows me. I'm like, yeah, but wouldn't this be cool? And he's like, that's also a thing that's already in Warhammer. Further, further proof that I do know everything. No, you just know more than some. Oh, but less than most. No, probably still more than most. <laughs> but doesn't mean the knowledge is good. Ah. It just means you have it. You're like a PhD, Mark, oh. in Warhammer. <laughs> it's not bad. 
not bad. You what get does an one honor. do? <laughs> I teach. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, so let's go into uh, the actual aspects of the Divisio Militaris today. The first one being the Centurio Ordinatus. Very cool. So this branch is responsible for the massive war machines, each made uniquely with a uniquely unique and specific function and unique purpose. Mm. Um, with the Centurio Ordinatus are some of the most revered machines of the machine cult. Yeah, do you guys get it yet? Unique. They're very unique. Unique. <laughs> Singular. Yeah. Yeah. So these machines uh, require disturbing amounts of resources to create. And uh, most Forge Worlds, they either can't create them just because they don't have all the resources, or they're actually, they're not given clearance or authority from, like, the leaders of the Cult Mechanicus to actually create them. Yeah, like, as we get into some of them, you're real, These are holy machines. Yeah, and some of them could be just, you know, the miles long or... Size of mountains. Size of mountains or just do crazy things. So, yeah, like, each one to even do, you know... Yeah, you need some clearance. You can't just build these. Yeah, things. you can't just. <laughs> even though one of them was at one point willy nilly put together, mm -hmm. it only it like barely lasted. It was uh, there was like a a crashed Mechanicus like void ship. Oh on yeah, a planet, yeah. And some guy took like a cannon and put it on something. <laughs> it's it put was, a starship's cannon on some tracks. And exactly. There you go. Like personally, sounds a little bit heretical <laughs> to me, but you know. The Imperium will understand. Yeah. <laughs> Mars will understand. <laughs> For their creation, they require specialized tech priests with special or specific augmentations. Unique augmentations almost? Unique, yes. Mm. Very unique. Hmm. Um, these tech priests will also use these special upgrades to man the war machines. So, yeah, depending it's on... It's not just anyone either that can make it. So yeah. You need, you need a resource-rich planet. You need the clearance. The conditions must be perfect. Hmm. Uh, another crazy thing is, like, you actually need somebody with, like, the, uh, the mind for creation. Like, a lot of the Imperium is built on stagnation, where each one of these is, like, uniquely built... Imaginative. Yeah, uniquely hmm. built for a very specific purpose. So you actually have to have somebody who's, like, actually thinking, like... Problem-solving. Exactly. Um, so it just makes it even more unique, more rare mm. and special and singular. Mm. Yes. So um, there is no standard crew allotment for an Ordinati uh, because each Leviathan size machine has very different needs hmm. and requirements. So you can't just say like, yeah, there's 20 guys that crew each one because some might need 300. Some might need two. You yeah. never know. Um, and while there is not a standard crew in person, people-wise, uh, each one has been given a massive machine spirit. And this machine spirit is capable of controlling, like, the million different aspects in these machines. Yeah. Hmm. Like, just, like, the amount of computation required to lift, like, a leg on this machine. That has, like, 8,000 pistons in it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. It, wild to think yeah. about. Yeah. The cogitator required. Hmm. Um, there are no duplicates of Ordinati um, as they are purpose-built. As for example, the Ordinatus Mars was created with a sonic disruptor, while the Ordinatus Priam was created to tunnel through the planet and bear troops to the other side. Yeah, and like... Why they didn't go around the planet, who knows? Maybe it was so heavily defended, they're like, we'll just go through the planet. Wow. Yeah, so... Maybe it was all in secret, and they, or, you know, they're trying... Uh, who knows? 
why Priam was built to tongue. I'm sure there is a reason. I just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For fun. Could have just been for fun. <laughs> Who knows? Do you want to read the next one, Rio? Sure. Yeah. There you go. Uh, each war machine is named for the planet that it was created on. And it's not unheard of for these machines to be too large to remove to remove them once they have served their purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's so crazy. They're, sometimes they're so big that they just can't get them off <laughs> yeah, planet. That, that's insane. So and, once, and once they're done. Like, yeah. And just for even like references, like there's, you know. Warhound Titans, Reavers, Warlords, Imperator, Imperial, yeah. Emperor, and they can get all those Titans off, even though those Titans, you know, hundreds of feet, yeah, like so. hundreds of meters, some of them, you know, these yeah. giant almost city blocks, they can get those off, but Ornatus are so big, they can't, you can't, you can't get them off. Uh, so the, I also think there's another reason is because um, Imperator class Titans, yeah. like even though they're rare, there are still multiples oh, yeah. of them, so yeah. they have. Like specific ships designed oh, to sure. clasp yeah, yeah. onto those. That makes sense. Whereas these machines are so unique, like you'd have to build it in another ship just in order <laughs> to lift them off the planet. Wow. Yeah. So they just leave them there because they're and, like. And I guess since it's so purpose built, it's like, yeah. When are we ever going to need to tunnel through a planet again? <laughs> Next time we'll just destroy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? And I guess since they're so unique, they could probably look like anything, right? Yeah, anything. On... Yeah. So they can look like a, just a giant knight, maybe, or a... yeah, it could be that. It could be like a, some type of like squid beast thing, wow, you know, that crazy. swims through the water, and like it could, could be, be a bird. Could we're going just with animals? Yeah, that's uh, right. there's rhinos <laughs> out there. I've been told yeah. dogs. I, like, I personally am a cat guy now after owning cats. You know, cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like really. Your imagination can go wild with it, not only with the scale, but also de- the design of it. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that's and, sweet. And then, just another thing to drive home that point that these are unique things is each one is named for the planet it's made on. There's no mm-hmm. Mars, and then Mars two, and then Mars three, and then Mars four. Like Mars had an Ordinatus, yeah, and it was mm-hmm. called Mars. Yeah. You know, Priam. There was an Ordinatus made on Priam, and it was called Priam. Right, so they're not mm-hmm. they're not batch making these. Just, just to spit in your face here, Mars did have multiple. I know they did because they used them in the schism <laughs> against each other. <laughs> but I'm assuming <laughs> you dumb bitch. I'm assuming those were all like the smaller class. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Yeah, because as we get into it, um, yeah, there, there's two types of ornatuses here. Yeah, we are we almost there? We're almost there. Let's we're almost there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's one more line before that. Uh, because the creation of these. Uh, machines are such a terrible endeavor. They were mostly formed during the Great Crusade uh, when the Imperium of Man was united in purpose. And since the Horus Heresy, many machines were lost or and sealed away even. Mm. And the re- rediscovery of, the, of these machines can often result in civil wars for control of this vital tool. Yeah, yeah. It's th- like these machines are capable of terrible destruction. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Is there a number on how many of these are in the galaxy? More rare than Titans. Yeah, so who knows? Hmm. 100? Who knows? Wow. 10? 10? Who knows? Hard to say. <laughs> it's got to be more than 10. Games Workshop <laughs> is very finicky with their numbers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are two main classes of Ordinati, the smallest uh, being the Ordinatus Minoris Macro Engine. Mm-hmm. Um, these Ordinati share the basic movement chassis. They are commonly seen with a treaded or track system, but that's where the similarities end. They're then fitted with their specific purpose. Yeah, which a lot of times is a specific weapon. Yeah. That seemed to be the the main 
theme is that you got these tracks and then just this massive battery engine. Yeah. With uh, disgusting weapons on yeah. it. But sometimes, you know, they can have so, troop transports yeah, or whatever. Sometimes it's a drill. Sometimes Tunneling it's a giant drill. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just for a sense of scale, the size of these battle tanks is normally around 21 meters long or 70 feet. Yeah. And, um, and this is their small, their yeah. small ones. The, right. Basically, what ended up happening is uh, Games Workshop came up with these so they could actually make models for them because you could never make a model for a true Ordinatus mm-hmm. because it's just. It would be so. It'd be the size of my bed. You know, yeah. like it'd just be. But another thing about it is is that like you if you ever to if you did one ordinatus and then if you ever to do another they would have to be so different you'd have to yeah do a completely different model. yeah you couldn't yeah. even like draw from the other one so instead yeah. they they said okay there's a chassis that they share and we'll yeah. just swap weapons and mm. like the the top of it yeah, yeah so exactly. there's rules for these then yeah yeah oh wow yeah Espe- yeah. like for, in, for the small ones yeah. right right yeah yeah not for the big ones i yeah. think for the small one it's the ulator yeah that's the only one no they got a couple even for 40k i don't think they got any for 40k technically i don't think any of the rules are out but for 30k they have uh oh, okay three different types they have two guns and then one transport oh okay the, oh that drill one yeah. yeah 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 one's a volcano cannon one's like a sonic uh sonic weapon and then a transport yeah but yeah so these ones they're, they're a lot more standard mm-hmm. um they're a lot more, more common a lot more easier to build yeah but even at that, they're still super rare and, you know, mm-hmm. you don't see them very often. No. Um, but the true ones are called Ordinatus Primaris. Ah, yes. Sweet. <laughs> so now we have Ordinatus Primaris. We, uh-huh. need, we need to keep a list of, of all, all the, the things they use primaris, yeah, that are Primaris. Yeah. Um, so these machines are way more in line with what we were describing before with like each one is uniquely purpose built. These machines are created on another level entirely. Completely unique, they cannot possibly resemble each other, for each is created with a very specific task, environment, and time frame in mind, each with an entirely different resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that... Um, so let's say... Okay, so we, we listed three things there. So specific tasks, environments, and time frames. Yeah. So a specific task. Maybe the entire task is to obliterate a castle. Mm-hmm. At that point, all you need to be is a massive gun. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need it to be moving. Or, right, you don't yeah. need anything beyond that. Maybe the whole purpose for your Ordinatus is uh, to survive, like, um, like the planet is about to blow up or, like, you know it's about the planet fail, so you build something capable of withstanding. Like, the... <laughs> the planet blows up, it's just there now. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, no, absolutely, that could right? be an Ordinatus. Like, so all it is is just these massive shield generators, still stationary, right? So yeah. these things mm. are built very specifically. Yeah. Environment, like, what if, if you have a water planet? Yeah. You need to build something capable of going through water. Yeah, mm-hmm. or going down to the deepest depths depths to be able to purge the xenos you know you need to be yeah or like yeah. there's a chaos portal in the middle of the planet so you need to go to the middle of the planet yeah right yeah. or if it's a snow like there's a lot of snow on the planet like you can't have just the same thing as a swimming thing it's got to be different <laughs> and you need, it's got to be built specifically to its environment exactly. that's skis that's right <laughs> are you a tech priest jordan <laughs> who knows these <laughs> mechadendrites are everywhere <laughs> and then lastly which i think is one of the most interesting is the time frames yeah so like what if the entire purpose of this thing is to last one battle yeah literally like you said it its purpose is to destroy the castle you build it it shoots once castle's gone 
Okay. Yeah, like, they're not going to take it apart because it's a holy relic. Yeah. But there's no reason to ever use it again. Yeah. Right? Like, what could possibly, now that they've destroyed that, what could possibly rise up that <laughs> warrants using this weapon? Yeah. You know? Or, like, it, it might just be, like, yeah, if the shield one that yeah. I said earlier. Once the planet is, you know, just, like, destroyed <laughs> and it's all that's left, it's served its purpose. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, no one's saying these things have to have a purpose beyond what they were initially created yeah. for yeah mm. yeah it's very interesting mm -hmm. um before these behemoths are unleashed on the battlefield they must be blessed by the lord Centur centurio ordinatus and during battle they are protected in the same manner as the fable titans with the secutari so those are just elite scutari troops yeah and basically yeah, they're equipped with, like, shields and spears. So, like, <clears throat> if anything starts climbing on the Ordinatus, they, they repel them from it. And, yeah, mm -hmm. they protect them. Hmm. They protect. But, uh, yeah, like, each one is just, it's so crazy. You could really go wild with it. You could, you could write some really awesome stories around something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Because there's not a lot of stuff in the Imperium where there's room for creativity, really. No, no. no there some isn't. would say that's... Uh... Frowned upon, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like this, you could really come up with just something crazy. Yeah, I like and that. And it could yeah. be like, yeah, this long treasure hunt for an RPG campaign where you're trying to discover this, you know. So, hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. that's kind of the information we have on that. Hell's Reach has one. Yeah, Oberon. Oberon. Yeah, formerly Armageddon, because mm. they they're you know called for the planet they're built on. So. Yeah. Original name was Armageddon, but it is now called Oberon. <laughs> And it will soon awaken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, so up next, that, yeah, that's the Centurio Ordinatus. Yeah, they just make giant, crazy machines, giant robots fighting each other. Ooh. Um, up next, we have the Auxiliary Myrmidon. Yes, an ancient order founded even before the Imperium. The oh. origins are unknown, uh, oh. but Mark and I kind of had two separate theories on how we think the Myrmidons happened. 
We didn't write it down though. No, we didn't. I forget. No, what was I, I remember yours because I liked yours better. Yours was Ooh. like um Ooh. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> so yeah, mine so the the thing about do you need to understand about Marudons is uh they're con like they're kind of addicted to war. Yeah. And they're constantly trying to upgrade themselves so they can better serve in like the theater of war. So you get like a, a tech priest who is like you know, augmenting himself, but then he solely purposes all his augments to war. Yeah, not a single thing into fixing anything. Yeah, no or... creation, yeah. no, no, like, nothing like that. It's everything is, is purpose. Like, his mechadendrites have been switched to, like, pistols only, Yeah, right? And he only carries these weapons, and all his, like, limbs have been replaced to specifically aid him in that theater. And so at yeah. some point, like, you just reach a point of no return, Yeah, and then you're, you've perfected war so much that you don't really belong with any of the other tech priests. So um, you find similar minds. So you find people that are similar in thought to you of who are also perfecting war. Then you war. start some cool little cult. Yeah, kind of separate from others, but <laughs> because you're still so useful, people they keep you around. Shakes. Yeah. And then at some point, you name yourself the Auxilia Myrmidons, and, and that's how that's you That's history. Form. That is, that's all of history, I think. Yeah, and then the Emperor comes. <laughs> so we... I forget what mine was, but uh, yeah, yeah, that one's pretty cool. I could definitely see that's how it could have happened. Hmm. Um, so, like we were saying, they're masters of war, knowledgeable in siege craft and all weaponry. They are elite warriors augmented beyond even engine seers. Hmm. They're so successful in war that they've also been dubbed war savants. There are very few Myrmidons in the galaxy. Interesting. So something that's... I didn't really like is their knowledge of siegecraft. So if you were to go do research on them, you will first see that they are like masters of siegecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you kind of disregard that and then just like read everything there is about them, you will not come to that conclusion <laughs> no. that they are masters of siegecraft no. at all. Huh. So it's a little weird. Does siegecraft have like a definition that I'm not aware of? I wonder. Like sieges are like long drawn, like, like that's like what I would typically, yeah, messages. that's what I would think. Mm. Yes. But like maybe if you actually look in the dictionary, it has like point two definition. I, <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, it just doesn't fit. It at doesn't all. fit them. Um, um, but not, still, not as well as like a master of war or a war savant. Like yeah. if you're a war savant, like aren't you also masters of like the quick alpha strike? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, exactly. you know, siegecraft and you know, alpha. would you say that, you know, the perfect time to, I strike? would say <laughs> that, you know, the perfect time to strike. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely war savants is a better way of describing them. Mm -hmm. The arc magi are the only voice they listen to. And there's one of these per forge world per planet. Yeah. Yeah. They are often sent to a particular dangerous battlefield, sent as bodyguards to explorators and tech priests to capture dangerous, you know, specimen or in uh, just recover of ancient relics. Yeah, these are these are elite soldiers. There's yeah. not a lot of them, yeah. but they are amazing at what they do. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're not they're not as expendable as a Skatari. Yeah. Right. So you need foot slog, send in Skatari. You need something done with precision. Yeah. Send in these guys. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, no one better to trust with your life than one of these. Yeah. Each Myrmidon can uh, vary in terms of augments because they're, you know, they're personally seeing to their augmentations. Yeah. Um, and because their journey to the Auxilia is a personal one. 
Yeah. Right. Could be different. Yeah, exactly. They could have traveled different paths, but ended up at the same destination. Yeah. yeah. Some might not even resemble a humanoid shape anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're really, really following that. Yeah. Um, Murbidim typically, though, will follow one of two paths uh, after, like, after they become a Murbidim. They'll either become a Secutor or a Destructor. Yeah, just seems to be determined by what you prefer. <laughs> yeah, so Secutors, they focus on brutal close combat weapons, often adding pistol-style pistol mechanendroids to their bodies. They use all the force they can bear to destroy their enemies, even using massive melee weapons and ancient technologies. Yeah, so they, they focus more on getting in close and personal and just annihilation yeah yeah Yeah. the interesting thing to note about ancient technologies is because their order is so old like it it pre-exists the imperium of man yeah right like has it been around for as long as like uh like forge worlds have probably at that point it's easier to guard something or like keep it secret and safe when less people know about it right they might have some wild ancient technologies hidden within like their safe houses or whatever. Or even they're just using them too potentially. Yeah, of course. Like, but all I'm saying is that if yeah. anyone had access to like some wild some stuff. wild stuff like yeah. the, it, there's a very good reason you could write something about these guys having a crazy item. Yeah. Hmm. So Secutors, they're the melee focus. Mm-hmm. Then we got the Destructors, which yeah. focus on the long-range approach to uh destroying their foes. They're commonly seen with huge cannons replacing their limbs because they're so far Huge. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Because they're so far away from their enemies, they also have an abundance of targeters, data data arrays, and, you know, other augmentations like that to their body. Yeah. So they focus on just destroying things from afar using fancy weapons like conversion beamers and... Fancy. Particle accelerator whips. Yeah. <laughs> Science! Science. Um, Hail science! So these <laughs> these actually have models, too. Um, unfortunately they don't got 40k rules or 30k model but yeah. eventually they will but yeah they're pretty cool like go check them out on forge world um but like these guys i really like the conversion possibilities like that you could do because you could really just come up with any type of crazy you know six-legged spider creature with guns on them and a yeah. head you know like yeah, you sure. could just do something wild with them yeah as long as i i personally think as long as you keep the theme of either focusing on close combat or on long range like personally it doesn't make much sense to me to have a spider body on a destructor no right you'd want that quick body on yeah a destructor wants something more stable that Mm. can handle knockback or blow rhino body yeah (laughs) why not (laughs) yeah right like like i think i think you could theme these as well and like specifically designate all your augmentations or conversions call them whatever you want to like specific purposes which which is really cool with these like you you don't really like tech priests are a lot more versatile yeah which is good in their own way but with these ones you really focus and you double down yeah right they they kind of remind me a lot of uh necron destroyers like the destroyer cult yeah 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 that, that's not a terrible thing, except there's like, no madness in these guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the yeah. it is. I do prefer their models, though. Like, yeah, I I've never really liked the Necron Destroyer no, model, and no. these just they fit like that 
desire to commit war yeah. so much better than the Necron model. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But now yeah, we just slap cool. on a hover body and uh, now you're the <laughs> ultimate killing machine. <laughs> as, as going through these, I'm like, ooh, if I ever do an ad mech army, I got to do all these. And then I got to the next one, I'm like, ooh, if I ever did an ad mech army, I got to do <laughs> No, all I'm them. doing the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the next one, we'll get into it. They're called the Ordo Reductor. Yeah. Uh, so this Ordo was created at the moment that the Mechanicum and the Imperium became allies. So in the treaties that so after the emperor goes and declares himself the omnisaya or whatever, yeah, um, you know treaties had to be signed between Mars and the Imperium to yeah. you know facilitate all the working yeah because they different empires yeah yeah um so in that treaty there was like a a clause that created specifically this ordo yeah which is interesting to know exactly like the origins <clears throat> yeah. of it. Um, and there's a very good reason why the emperor did this too but uh, yeah so yeah. their purpose was to be shock troops and they are capable of fighting in almost impossible conditions and long past like regular warriors could function they are called the blurb the the blurbs the good blur. mm. they are so called blurb. the bringers of blessed ruin and mm. their sacred task is that of the unmaker embodying the omniscient's will to destroy its enemies yeah. It's pretty sweet. It is kind of cool yeah. to say, like, you embody, like, a holy aspect of your god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it, yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it has a very good ritual of Imperium mix with, like, the machine of Mars to it. Yeah. And it only gets crazier as we go into it. They're, they're awesome. This is probably one of my the favorite my favorite thing we're going to talk about today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love, for some reason, I love, like, fictional sex you know, and uh, Interesting. Like, <laughs> fictional like, because Interesting. you don't get it in sex. real sex. Yeah, yeah. Like, sex. S- we heard S- you the first time you said S- it. E- <laughs> I also love fictional sex. I like real <laughs> st- sex too, but I only like fictional sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, I have a date with my hand later. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, no, like. Uh, like, yeah, like crusaders yeah like crusaders who have like a, they feel like they have like a holy mission yeah you know like that that's for some reason well, I don't defending know. the holy land yeah are you saying you like muslim bombers terrorists sure there is something inspiring. there's an aspect yeah it. there's something inspiring about it, it it's mm-hmm. like no i'm serious no like, i, I yeah. it's, yes, it's yes. the idea that like you're giving just yeah your life to be so committed to per, something. yeah exactly exactly precise joy in life or <laughs> purpose or anything <laughs> reason to live. no but you could i kind of respect it in a way yeah. though i don't agree with it like it's like it, it's uh to be that committed to a cause you yeah know? oh it it's inspiring yeah <laughs> like all right so there's the takeaway muslim terrorists are inspired <laughs> why do you all always go to that there's other things out there <laughs> that was the example we were using that's the example you were using we. i use the crusade i don't find it inspiring all right <laughs> you don't no I I find this inspiring. Yes, sure. This you're, you're talking about just like the commitment to the ideology. idea, the <laughs> idea that you're living for something yeah. like so much more important than yourself. Right. But it, it also has like a physical manifestation. Yeah. Right. Because <clears throat> like you can <clears throat> say like I live for health and <laughs> I'm gonna make the world for a better place by getting rid of climate change. Like I get it. That's your passion. Whatever. <laughs> Follow it. Climate uh-huh. change is real, but yada, yada, yada. But to also be like, 
I'm going to bring destruction in the name of like yeah. this God yeah. like, who demands <laughs> the destruction of his enemies. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Due to the emperor's direct intervention in their creation, their loyalty was often seen at, uh, to the great crusade first and their forge world brethren were second, which is crazy. Yeah. Like this is, like the emperor wanted a reason or wanted so he makes the alliance yeah. and then he wanted something where like the mechanicum are guaranteed to help in the crusade ep- efforts yeah because like yeah the skatari are you know fighting in the great crusade but, but, but it's mainly not, only when the forces of a forge world are deployed exactly hmm. it's not an all the time thing where the emperor wanted like an actual commitment they to wanted forces. a fighting force yeah so he created them or um put in the treaty or whatever yeah but it, it should be noted that the tech priests and the magi given to the Ordo Reductor were already outcasts of their Forge world. So they already didn't belong in their Forge world. So instead, they're like, well, you know, we'll go join the Ordo Reductor. Yeah. Still have a purpose. Yeah. 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 And uh, like tech priests and stuff usually don't like the Ordo Reductor. Like, yeah, they're definitely mm. a, they're noted as a separate thing, you know. They're outcasts. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you're, like, an outcast or everyone treats you like one, um, one of the perceived benefits of joining the Ordo was that tech priests you could remove themselves from the politics of a forge world. They no longer had to worry about what all their other tech priests and magi were thinking or, or whispering about behind their back. Yeah. Because they were giving themselves to the Great Crusade. Yeah. Right? They're giving themselves to this idea that they're serving their omnisaya yeah. as like his ma- his will manifest. Yeah. They know what they have to do. Nothing else concerns them. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't have to yeah, they didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. It is it's like this is I think this is a really well thought out piece of of lore within yeah. 40k. Not everything is, but this one is. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh w- <laughs> good. It's good. <laughs> when the armies of humanity failed against their enemies, the Ordo would be then called upon to analyze the threat and sufficiently equip its forces to bring it low. Yeah, so they're not, they weren't like a... They're, they're not an all-the-time army. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh. They're not the tide that's used on like the initial contact no. with enemies. No. Mm. Yeah. The, you use these if you're too lazy to build an Ordonatus. <laughs> <laughs> he lacked yeah. the commitment. That's right, yeah. <laughs> you weren't given the clearance. Yeah. Uh, the forces are led by a Magos Reductor who knows the perfect time to siege, exterminate, and commit warfare. The perfect time. Perfect. He's a genius. <laughs> That's an odd throwaway comment. <laughs> I don't know where it comes it's from. It's our entire podcast. <laughs> <Odd> throw- <laughs> throwaway comments. Uh, it is funny. Sometimes we get like negative reviews where it's like, these guys are too meme It's like, <laughs> but all we do is just make up our own memes, I think. It's not like we're like uh, I I don't know. I don't think we're super meme Just our own memes. Like the perfect time to strike. That's our own meme. That is that is a meme we did. That's something we, we created. We did with our it. own hands. <laughs> the Ordo exclusively used creations called phalaxes. Uh, while they were once humans, well, they were once humans. <laughs> now all that remains is their skull and a brain and their spine. <laughs> so that's fun. Though, 
even those are not above being changed and manipulated. <laughs> so, uh, okay, just a, a quick aside. If you were to go on, like, the Lexicanum page or whatever, you'll see uh, things other than the Thalics yeah. listed as, like, their forces. That's wrong. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. The... Hmm. Yeah, like a lot of their things are actually like Legio Cybernetica. Yeah. But and from what from our research, all we could find is the Thalaxes were like the only confirmed like troops for the yeah. order reductor. So yeah. it, to me, you've I, got like you've got your Megos, you've got your tech priest, whatever, and then just Thalax. I mm. think I found the reason why that happened, that that miscommunication on Lexicanum is because it says that the order reductor um lends out these troops to right. gain favor so you would often see them fighting alongside the uh legio like the dominant the odd automata or whatever yeah, the yeah. so then like if you're looking at art right away you'll see pictures of them beside the legio cybernetica so then you're like oh they must be part of that or I vice see. versa yeah someone um, just assumed yeah come on it's 2019 <laughs> okay Don't and that's you- a meme mark <laughs> What's a meme? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mimetic culture. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. So let's talk about phalaxes because this is, this is where it gets really wild. Yeah. So they remain humanoid in shape, even though there's still only a skull, brain, and a spine left. Um, they are slightly taller than Primaris Marines, just to give you a sense of their scale. And they are covered in their version of uh, power armor. It's called like loci, loci power armor. Yeah. Huh. Apparently it was a precursor to... Space Marine power armor. Uh, it, oh, really? There's a little or bit of both. Elements. Yeah, they're they're like they take models from each other. Yeah, but they they actually have like miniatures. Yeah, and they're pretty cool looking. So, hmm. um, yeah, they're they're pretty tall. They're pretty bulky. Just covered in armor it's panels. Like Terminator ish. Bigger. Think bigger. Oh just yeah. Just Google a, Google a picture yeah, Google of it. Yeah. But they're Thalax. slightly taller than a Primaris Marine. Primaris yeah. Marines are bigger than Terminators. Oh, yeah. One one of the cool aspects of their armor, though, is uh, their faceplate. So they got like uh, it's like a glass. Yeah, they got like a cone face with like a dark black it's visor. Ca- it kind of throws back to Eldari. Yeah, kind masks. of. Yeah. If, yeah. If if you had to compare them to sure. something, I would compare them to Eldari. Yeah, but they they're so fucking cool looking. Yeah. So similarly to Did Dreadnoughts. You find a yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are sweet. And so they're they're a little bit bigger than the Space Marines, so they're probably like that big. Wow. Yeah, they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And their guns are just they're they're cool guns. Got like chain swords on the bottom of them. It, it, that, I've never seen that these makes me think before. of like Gears of War. Yeah, they're Forge World exclusive, and oh, they don't have rules in 40k. Oh, okay. So, but if they did, yeah, they'll get them one day. <laughs> yeah. There's been talks about it for yeah. the longest time, but somebody had to die. So yeah, no, they got to make these. These are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they got a sweet. bunch of different types of them, um, like different war- loadouts. They have some that have like jetpacks on them and claws. So it's like, oh wow, yeah, they're well, very cool. Huh. So we'll get more into how cool they are. That's right. Uh, so like dreadnoughts from Space Marine chapters, the organic parts of the Thalax are completely and permanently enclosed within the Thalax. So you can't, you're not just hopping out of your armor. Yeah. Because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> One of one of the coolest pieces of art I've seen in a long time is some sketches of these guys. So it's it's cut down the middle, and half of it is the robot side, and then the other half is like showing the inner workings. The inner workings. So you see, like you see the human spine and like clamps on it, and you see that all the, the face and, and all the wires going yeah. in, and it it's drawn in like a very like uh, stylized stylized art, like a sketch. So mm. it's not actually like it's not meant to be like 
accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's meant to give so you the feel cool. of what it is. Yeah. So you can very much see when you look at that. Oh yeah, you you're not getting them out of there. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty, part of that. They're pretty fucking in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skatari who fall in battle are the most accessible and willing subjects for to become Athalics. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll get more on that after. Uh, so now covered by a body of metal modeled after Space Marine power armor, they callously and coldly cut down their enemies. So they've turned into just even greater machines of war. Yeah. But uh, being placed in this body places great strain on the psyche of the inhabitant. Mm-hmm. And it's not uncommon for them to experience psychotic breaks and continuous agony. <laughs> so because this is what happens to you while you're in the body, the subject's willingness to live plays a huge part in their suitability. Mm-hmm. And so this is where like it like because I was talking with Mark, I'm like, imagine it's like they're just they have people and they're just cutting out their brains and their spines and they're placing them in these things. <laughs> and, and Mark's like, well, no, it wouldn't work. Because you have to be willing, like you have to want to live Mm -hmm. in order to survive in these things. Because at some point, if you just give up, the Thalics will fail. Yeah. Right? And so that's the crazy thing is so you get these Skatari who are mangled or whatever. But, you know, as long as the brain... Put me in, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the brain and spinal cord are like still active. Imagine the, the extraction machine. It's like they clamp the head. Yeah. It's like deboning a fish. They yeah. just like pull the head and yeah. spine yeah. off the body. Like, yeah. That, I mean, it's in my mind, it's as gruesome as possible. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, they're not like, oh, here's some a- anesthetic, like, yeah. what, to ease it. And, and just as to further proof this, like, when you become a Skatari, um, part of the indoctrination is they grind off your limbs. Oh, yeah, with a grinder. Them. Yeah. Like, they're they not cutting cut them, off. they're they, slowly grinding them. Yeah into stubs because that's fun because you need to prove your devotion to the machine god right so. that makes sense yeah yeah hmm there might be other ways maybe hopefully just maybe a prayer or something like that <laughs> yeah. maybe but it's a meditation <laughs> oh man uh but because of these the subject's willingness plays a large part yeah um you have to want to live <laughs> yeah. you have to be okay with it the brain function of the thalax isn't subdued in any way to allow them complete awareness of the surroundings and the ability to react to it. So oh. lots of times you see like people tied into machines and stuff and like you you have examples of servitors and stuff where they're just brain dead built for monotask. Monotask. Where these yeah. guys are fully conscious of what they are. Yeah, and a lot of times like when I when I imagine it like it, people wouldn't understand you don't understand what's happening, right? Like you've been, you're, you're effectively lobotomized, right? Like you're just a drooling idiot performing as a, as a servitor. Uh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Performing yeah. a mindless thing. Yeah. Right. Not knowing what's happening. And these guys, like they even have less organic components than a servitor, Yeah, but they still experience everything. So mm. people talk about like phantom pains when like they lose a, an arm or whatever, mm. like yeah. you've lost your whole body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And and your brain is at the point where you're still experiencing everything all the time. And if mm. not experience even more cuz they have so many like data input sensors yeah. and everything. So, like everything that. is heightened. Like, yeah. Oh my god. It's a good time. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> yeah, and and but it's crazy cuz they need all this ability to process in their brain so they can be better soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They need people who can problem solve and who yeah. can react and aren't just, you know, an extension of a of a machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So even though their existence can be one long stretch of agony, uh, there is a way to ameliorate uh, or deaden or lessen the pain, really. And, like um, therapy or what, yeah. are, what are we doing here? Well, mindfulness, mindfulness, mindfulness. practicing meditation, like transcending. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, what they do is they cut out the emotional centers of the phalanx's brain. Ah, <laughs> yes. oh. Oh, they, don't, they don't just download like an app. <laughs> <laughs> and by doing this, the mego brings blessed relief to its creation. <laughs> like, are you in pain, Johnny? All right. Here, snip, snip, snip. Now you can't feel pain. How are you doing now? Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah. It's, I love these guys so much. Oh, they are very cool. Yeah. They're wild. And and as soon as like you start looking at like pictures, you realize like these are customizable. Like they're not rank mm. and file phalax. Like you yeah. want a phalax that has claws, put claws on it. You yeah. want a phalax with a massive gun, change it so it like has a massive gun. Yeah. So we were talking earlier, like if you do an army, just do an entire army of these guys. Oh, I totally yeah. would. Yeah. Like, they're That'd awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um they usually carry heavy weapons into battle, advancing in a tide of death on the battlefield. That they function very similar to space marines. They're yeah. Shock if if ever troops. there was like a comparison, yeah. like if Skatari are the Imperial Guard, yeah. and these are like space marines, you send them in when you have a threat great enough to deal with them, or great enough, like the regular guys warrant. can't have. Yeah, handle exactly. It. Hmm. And yeah, like Eric, Eric said, yeah, you can just kind of. Give them crazy different weapons. Um, the one that they have, I forget what it's called. Uh, I, I'm going to Google it. Ursarax? No. Um, the one gun. It's very cool. I got to look it up here. Should we continue? Just make some small talk amongst yourself. No, rabble, rabble, rabble. What, why wouldn't they just make more of these and use them more if they're so good? Like, what's, what's the... Well, I th- like, just off the top of my head, I can think of a couple reasons. One is they're, they die a lot. In, in their creation because it's just so mm. tough you need something willing right um the other is that like to be a part of the ordo reductor means you don't really function in the forge world mm. right so you you miss out on being part of the community that is the cult mechanicus which i, I think see. is like a big portion to being in the in like a the forge world like you want to interact with other people in mm-hmm. your religion right right, like right. humans yeah. are social Hmm. These are outcasts. Right. And it's not a good life. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's kind of a shitty existence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's called a photon thruster weapon. Uh, (laughs) Interesting. The arcane secrets of these deadly beam weapons are closely guarded by the tech priests of the Mechanicum. When fired, it unleashes a howling needle-thin beam of blackness able able to pierce through the densest matter and easily able to rip the most heavily armored men and machines apart. So it's antimatter? <laughs> kind of maybe sounds... I don't know. I don't know what antimatter is personally, but it well, it's sounds the opposite crazy. of matter. Uh, yes. <laughs> we can build one, Mark. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> the power source of these weapons are extremely unstable and little understood even by the, the tech priest himself. And a catastrophic failure can lead to its wielder being consumed by raging black flames. That makes sense. That sounds good. Almost sounds like warp fuckery. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It, there's a, a variation called a dark fire cannon that shoots uh, dark energy, whatever that means. <laughs> Unleashing screams of pure darkness. Screams? Yeah, screaming beams. 
sorry unleashing screaming beams oh okay i thought it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. what was yeah like their weapons are very cool they have like lightning guns phase plasma fusiliers ion or irad cleansers yeah it's um, like mm. they're very very like exotic with their weapons um so yeah. cool yeah i like them so very cool but that's uh as cool as it is that's kind of it for the ordo reductor yeah there there is some more information online like if you if you got inspired to do them they talk about like how you should paint them like they have all that oh yeah they have the heraldry yeah like so you can yeah it's cool i i kind of like those minor details where it's like you know exactly what that symbol on the right shoulder means or you know stuff like that but Mm -hmm. it doesn't make for good podcast no it does not guys uh (laughs) yeah okay say it mark I don't know. Say what's on your heart. Yeah. You guys want to know their logo? So like each yeah. of these uh, divisios, uh, they have like a different symbol. Uh-huh. Um, so these one, it's like a full cog and then it has like a castle with a lightning bolt through it. Like it's like, fuck that castle. <laughs> They'll just destroy anything. Um, the Ordinatus's one is a half cog with a, like a giant shell in the middle and then the top of it, the top of the cog is right. like a shell being bolts. like a, a, a bullet shell. shell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like a giant artillery shell. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Myrmidons. Oh, the Myrmidons was like a full cog with like the typical uh, skull f- cog face in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. with it's uh, like a do- instead Jolly of, Roger. Yeah, but instead of bones, it has wrenches oh, coming out the top and the that's bottom. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's some cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that you can really get into if you ever decide to do an army like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, Oh, bud. for sure, bud. For sure, bud. All right, so we have uh, two more to go before the end of the episode, but these are pathetically small, these ones. They are, but they, they open up a lot of, like, cool thoughts that could happen. Yeah. Because both of these, well, one specifically is, it's not like a tabletop army that you would see. It's a lot more of no. It's it, a, it's, it fleshes yeah. out the setting more yeah. so. So let's talk about the Prefector Magisterium. Yeah. So this divisio is responsible for preserving the dogma of the cult Mechanicus. They are the secret police of Forge Worlds and will command military cohorts and hunter killer claves. Yeah. So they're just responsible for you know making sure you're applying the oil correctly to mm-hmm. your machines and mm-hmm. doing the right rit- rituals like. They're not trying to create scrap code or yeah, like they're making sure everything is kept in line. So it's it's a very cool thought. Like you'll never see them on tabletop, but like mm-hmm. you know, if you're writing a story, you could have a rogue tech priest who's being hunted, hunted by, by these, these guys. Yeah. Like it just really you could let your mind go with them. Hmm. Um, so like we were saying, like the Imperium and the Mechanicum, they are two separate empires that have joined together. So where the Imperium, they have the Imperial Creed, and that's governed by the Adeptus Arbites, which is like their space cops. So mm-hmm. this is like... Space cops. <laughs> yeah. That's just funny. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, these guys are like the Mechanicums, like mm-hmm. they're making sure the Imperial, or not the Imperial Creed. The Cult uh, Mechanicus. The Cult Mechanicus is followed. So it's yeah. a cool balance between the two. And it really just shows once again that like, they are two separate empires. They're not the same thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and for me, probably the interesting thing about these guys is that it says they command military cohorts and hunter-killer claves. Yeah. Whatever the heck a hunter-killer clave is. Yeah. And I, I was kind of like, why would they need armies? Like, 
Yeah. And uh, you came up with like, well, everything they're fighting is like giant crazy robots that have guns for arms and like, yeah. you know. The, mm-hmm. One of the other things I said was um, like if, uh, so say you have like an infestation on a human planet. Yeah. And if I want people to join, I have to go ver- like I have to go walk over to Rio. Right. I have to tell you, I have to spend time and convince you. You know, to join this build a relationship exactly, first, yeah. the ways, and yeah. then you go and you do it to to your people and your people, and eventually it does grow, yeah. but it takes time because you know we're human. But if you if the entire planet is communicating electronically and information is passing so much faster between them, and you like, can hack that information, yeah, exactly. You can mm-hmm. bend people to your will way easier. Then all of a sudden, like an infestation comes, and three days later, it's taken over thirty city blocks of yeah. these. You're right, massive turrets and automatons <laughs> and war machines. And so these guys are like, oh, just send in, you know, Squad B. Like, that's not going to cut it. Yeah. They need an, an army yeah. to battle this. Yeah. So, yeah. so it makes yeah. more sense for them to actually have armies and not just be like a, like a force. Yeah. So very cool. Um, yeah, they're very cool. So you could kind of build a tabletop army if you I wanted s- to. I suppose you could do a very themed one. It where- would be... I would enjoy it so much more in like a smaller setting. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you did like a very specific campaign where yes. you're fighting against Admech, that'd be, oh, uh, yeah, that'd be, be awesome. Dream, that'd be pretty sure. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, but I, yeah. Would, I wouldn't want to see them fight Necron. No. Right. right. Or anything. Because they just, they have no reason to do anything yeah. other than govern yeah. Forge Worlds. Yeah. But yeah, that's literally all we know about them. We don't know what type of weapons they use, how many there are. We don't know anything. But yeah. Um, so the final thing we're going to talk about is the Basilicon Astra. So the Mechanicus builds and maintains their own void ship fleet as well as the Imperial Navy. And that's, that's effectively like the main thing that the Basilicon Astra does. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a huge variety of ships at their disposal from smaller landing craft like the the Aquila Lander mm-hmm. uh, to massive Arc Mechanicus ships. The largest ships in the Imperium. Yeah, which, you know, once again, it's thousands, not thousands. Thousands. We'll go hundreds, hundreds of, of feet, millions. Hundreds of millions. Of centimeters. <laughs> of centimeters. No, they're, you know, like 10 kilometers long. You know, they're just populated by 100,000 people. But these these are bigger than the uh, Imper- Imperator, Imperial... Like the the biggest one that the Imperium has, mm-hmm. these are bigger than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so like they don't, but the Mechanicus doesn't give these out to the Imperium. So yeah, specifically for the Mechanicus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they have their own fleet. You know, billions of ships. You know, from small landing craft to these massive ones. Um, and uh, the Mechanicus sees their fleet as having three main reasons uh, for using them. Uh, the first one is spreading the cult Mechanicus, which is their number one goal. That's um, their religion. Got to mm-hmm. get as many people given those ties as possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one is the quest for knowledge and the search for the Holy Grail, which are functioning STCs. Mm. So, yeah, just, you know, exploring is knowledge. So these ships will just be sent out to just explore. Even later or earlier in this episode, we talked about uh, how the Myrmidons. Exploratories. Yeah, company exploratories mm-hmm. and like because them. it's so important for them that exploratories are able to do their duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the final thing is just in defense or attack, you know, they use them for battles, mm-hmm. for war. So. Space war. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to open a bombard a planet or blow up their fleet or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, they need a way to protect themselves because like 
Like, the Imperium doesn't necessarily always go to their defense, just like they don't always go to the Imperium's yeah. defense, because they are two separate yeah. entities. Yeah. So they got to be able to defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's kind of that. We're not going to go into all the ships they have. Eventually, mm-hmm. one day, I'm sure we will, but not today. Today is a what good day. What do we day. say today? <laughs> not today. Mm. <laughs> no? Breaking Bad. Uh, I don't remember. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> so that that's the episode. Um, like we said, there are there's those four, four other branches. Into, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Skitar we did. There's yeah. also the Legio Legio Cybernetica. We'll give you a brief little rundown. Like it's just they just build actual robots. Like they don't have. Yeah, they aren't cyborgs. They're not cyborgs. You know, it's actual robots. You know, and Robots, then, uh, yeah. You know, you have night houses where they're giant war machines, and then you have Legio Titanicates, which are even bigger war machines, walkers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're pretty cool. I learned a lot about this episode. I had no idea that the Thalaxes were so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are awesome. That's, um, that's the big thing. There's always like that small piece that you find that you're just like, I did not know that. And but that, that is, is awesome. awesome. Yeah, like there is just so much awesome lore in 40K. Like yeah. if, if you really dive into it, you'll find new things all the time that you can just mm. sink your teeth into. You know what I was thinking um, throughout this episode is hmm. Mechanicum would be a really cool setting for uh, an RPG. They could be actually. Like yeah. even w- with what you were talking about at yeah. the end, like an explorator mm. kind of thing. Or, yeah. Like there's there's a lot more room, I think, for, for creativity. Yeah. As opposed to playing as like Space Marines. Space Marines. Space Marines. Space Marines. Exactly. Or an Imperial Guard <laughs> Regiment. There, you know. there was one guy yeah. you were talking to. He just really wanted to like, he loved the idea of doing a Space Marine RPG. And yeah. you can just feel Mark's like, I'm done with this. <laughs> He's done with Space like, he Marines. Just, he, he kept having like different ideas for yeah. like what he thought were good and and everything and mark's just like i i'm i don't like this yeah Yeah. it was pretty great maybe maybe one day maybe that might be the next uh rpg we do for lorehammer a mechanicum one maybe it'd be sweet could be a thing yeah like you could just go really crazy with it yeah definitely yeah Mm -hmm. well we just started a new one yeah Mm -hmm. it's been pretty pretty amusing so far on thursday (laughs) yeah Yeah. especially eric's character (laughs) yeah yeah, Eric's playing a Disney princess in yeah. uh, a, a Pathfinder game. <laughs> and it's too good. That's that's what <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. It's so good it makes you want to kill Eric. Like it's just yeah. like, oh. like how, wait, how did you get so good at being a Disney princess? <laughs> I am a Disney princess. <laughs> just Disney give him just a little doesn't... bit of a, your voice. Just no, it makes me nervous. Uh, if I was to say, yeah. Um, Let's go wander into that dark forest. Oh, I don't go into dark forest. No, no. That's not something princesses do. Oh, God. I'll go if you protect me. Oh, it's so good, but so bad. (laughs) It's pretty freaking great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good stuff. So uh, that's it. That's the episode. Um, Check out all our stuff, you know. Um, please help us help contribute to the studio yeah. fund um, us please yeah, like i said even you know any anything can help one buck helps mm-hmm. we'll get there um yeah it's gonna be sweet i have a bunch of po- pictures so after you we'll, hear this episode we'll post yeah check out our facebook if you if if you're interested you and you want to know more what you're actually contributing to yeah like we'll, we'll we can even do a couple of videos and, and just toss them up there kind of show you what we're thinking yeah 
for the future because we want you guys to be as excited about it as yeah. we are. I'm very excited. I I'm been super stoked. Since... Hmm. <laughs> well, you are married. Yeah, 93 probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we we want you guys to kind of like part, be able to participate. So we'll share a lot of what we have just in terms of pictures and content, yeah. kind of keep you updated on what's going on. Yep. But uh, thank you guys for contributing and thank you for listening. We wouldn't do it oh, if you didn't listen. I guess one other final thing is uh, okay. Uh, we are still taking listener lore submissions. I know we never really talk about it, but that's because it's been like what four months since we've done one. Yeah, but we still take the submissions. So uh, we're going to do this, them eventually. Yeah, and as soon as we this, have a huge backlog, as soon as this place is like set up in that new studio, it's way closer mm. to all of us. Yeah, it's way easier. I don't easier. have to set up like a time to do it with my parents when yeah, they're free. It's and... way easier to access. Yeah, so we can just push more content. Yeah, exactly. So send us, send us your listener lore. Give us your money. <laughs> yep those are the only two things we care about pretty much send us your lore so we can make fun of it mm-hmm. and send us your money so we can do more of that <laughs> <laughs> are we the baddies <laughs> yeah cool thanks for listening thank you guys yeah. peace Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.